Charlie Wilson, man. Charlie been that nigga, man. Even when he was messing <laughs> with that nose candy, he was still that nigga. Wow. <laughs> well, who wasn't back then? Yeah, back I, then, I, that, I, that seemed like it was a problem there back then. It, it was recreational. I feel like it was like candy. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, just take a bite, man. Candy on made a song about that shit. Just like candy. I can feel it when you yeah. walk. Even when I talk, it takes over me. Come on. Like what, candy. That cocaine. Oh. Just like cocaine. Mm-hmm. I can feel it when I walk. Even when I talk, it takes over me. Just like cocaine. Come on. 2000 and, 2005. Yeah, my name is. <laughs> yeah, my name is Susie. Does <laughs> Gucci think I love him? I fuck with all the hustlers. I think I love him. They start making songs. Nigga, you don't love me. Nigga. I know. Well, do they make songs? No, they just, they outright said now. Percocet. Molly Percocet. Chase the chick. <laughs> Never chase a chick. Mask off. They, they they don't even there's no innuendos with this music nowadays. At oh, they would try to hide the shit. Like <laughs> think about it. I'm in love with that cold coke. They ain't even creative, nigga. We know what you're talking about. I got baking soda. I got baking <laughs> soda. You giving out ingredients now. That's why they need. That's why they need Rail Velvet and Pound Cake to come through with the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, the, with the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? You got Rail Velvet and Pound Cake on the track. I'm gonna come in old school. Body rocking, knocking the boots. Oh my, that key switch. That's where it was at. That's where it was at. I'm telling you. We do that, nigga. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a curl kick put in my head. It's a wrap. <laughs> that shit gonna be that shit gonna be hanging and luxurious and just curling. I uh, I can see you now walking around talking about some curl kick. I'm gonna be wearing like loose linen clothes and shit, like <laughs> with no socks. What girl? You said you said what? And when I do dress up, I ain't wearing nothing but turtlenecks, flats, loafers, and a chain. Uh, it's like again. Michael Jackson uh, bad cover. Yeah, uh, man. I'm gonna, no, no, that's uh, that's I'm gonna look like, like what Bobby Bryan and them used to do. How they used to dress? The pants be up a little bit. Got the turtleneck tucked in. Yeah, that's what we do. You gotta hit him. You gotta hit him with the platform. Nah, nah, I gotta slow the break up to that because I'm gonna make that shit flow fly. Y'all think I'm joking? That man, that man gonna have a that man gonna have a fishbowl in his in his platform. I think I'm joking. One day we gonna go out and y'all gonna look up like I know this nigga Clarence ain't got on a vintage T-shirt, bell bottoms and chucks, and nigga that shit gonna look fly. Yeah, well, like, I, tell I know you, this I nigga. tell you what you want to do. You want you want perm, you want perm your hair like Jadena. Uh, I don't know. It got to be a special reason for that. No, 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 no. Pull, pull, pull the Gumby. Pull the Gumby. That's you talking about Bobby Brown. You talking about Bobby Brown. Pull, pull the Gumby. I don't mind pulling the Gumby. I have my head cut in asymmetrical cuts. So, 
I do that. But I'm I'm gonna really curl that shit up. I'm gonna like early Michael Jackson curl that up. You remember he had that curl where he still looked black? Yeah. You talking about the one that you talking about the one that caught on fire in the Pepsi commercial? Yep, that's the exact one. It was like it was like that it was like that fire was attracted to his head. Now it was just too much juices and berries. That let me know Mike was black. That let me know he was black. Because his hair set fire to all the chemicals that was in it. If if his hair was naturally like that, he wouldn't have need all them chemicals. So that let you know nigga hell grew up that nigga is. I mean, it shows you what it is. You're coming up. It wasn't like that. Yeah, he had the, he had the fruit. Yeah, the guy was doing that. The black people putting a lie in the head. So. Yeah, so I want the same lie kick that Michael Jackson had for my. <laughs> and that bring me that brings me to the topic for the day, actually. Being weird and black, being weird in the black community, or doing things that are outside of what the black social norms is and. For folks pretending like they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know exactly what I'm speaking on. I'm speaking on that we treat, as a whole, it's just my observation, we treat blackness as a monolith. If you don't like hip-hop music or just this kind of way, depending on what region you're from, eat a certain food, show your extracurricular interests if they aren't anything basketball, sports, or related like that, it's weird. Like if I like lacrosse instead of football, rugby instead of basketball, or listen to Daft Punk instead of Boys in the Hood. You get labeled as something. And I think it's fucked up, because it still happens. You still got kids who deal with that. I personally speak, I speak from a personal point of view, because I know I'm weird and black. I know in most of my interactions, people don't already made a judgment about me until I open my mouth. When I open my mouth, then I go, oh, okay. But people don't know how to take me because I'm not their definition of what they used for blackness to be. Do I want us to speak on that? We definitely got to touch that. Oh, I'm trying to figure out know. what this rubric got. What is rubric at? Yeah, where is this rubric of, of blackness at? No, but we were just talking about what me and you were talking about this week a little bit touched on when I was like, the fact that that seems like there's a rubric, there's a set guideline for what blackness appears to be in the black community. If you have other interests or like things or even dress outside of whatever black region that you grew up in, you're always labeled weird, gay, crazy. Lame, white. Nigga, is that I, afro? No, that's all. See, that's what I'm talking about. Weird black shit. No, my hair ain't done, so I put on. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I put a little uh sway koofy on. <laughs> yeah, hey, it looks. Hey, it looks fly, my brother. It looks fly, my brother. That's probably something that day to be different, man. Do things different. I don't have to do what everybody else want to do. I'm not going to do things for the sake of shop value. I'm not going to do that or for talk conversation, but I am going to be myself more organically what I like and what my interests are. And it may not be that, that uh, dripping in blackness. That doesn't take away from the fact that I am a proud black man 
and experience being that every day, which begs the question, what is blackness for real? Mm. Like really, what is blackness? Is it a set guideline booklet or course we have to take in a history of this is what blackness is supposed to be? Like you said, where's the rubric for blackness at? Is there a chart that's like, nigga, you, you Flavor Flav, nigga, or you Brian Gumble, nigga? <laughs> now, where, where's the chart at? I, cause, uh, I don't know. Growing up, I, I like, I don't even, sometimes I didn't feel like I felt in the rubric of blackness. I knew my skin was black. I knew my parents was black. But didn't necessarily know if I was really part of the black community because I was treated. You still got kids dealing with that now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think it's honestly stupid to to even have a necessarily category of who's black, who's white, who's Asian, who's whatever, because of certain things that uh you may experience may not be the experience of the of the norm within your own culture. Like for example, got plenty of black folks that are not necessarily uh are not quite fond of solid gray. <laughs> I don't like collard greens or, or or chicken, if you will, even though it's stereotypical. Uh but if you or if you're speaking on something or your favorite classic movie, if you will. If you're speaking on certain things that 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 you necessarily can't or can't necessarily relate to in a way, then people will, you know, exile you in a way. And I think it's a uh, quite stupid and idiotic to to think that everybody's going to have the same upbringing when it's not necessarily true. You're not going to. I mean, because you were raised a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that you're not black. It just means that you were raised in a better condition or you was raised in a more protective condition or you was raised to to never just experience certain conditions. So, I mean, I mean, this is just what it is. And you're black when you wake up every day and you realize your skin is just as dark as mine. I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, there's no, there's no criteria. There's no criteria for none of this. There's no criteria. I mean, because you speak, uh, with elegance or you speak with clear voice and mind and you enunciate all your words, that doesn't mean that you're not black. I heard that plenty of times. You speak white. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> that means that I know how to speak, nigga. <laughs> it's just what it is. Uh, I think the frustration is that, you know, when, when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with this culture, everybody is always going to expect you to be one thing. And you're never going to be that one thing. That's what that whole thing with that monolith thing that you brought up. You should, you shouldn't, uh, rely on one leader of black folks. There should always be multitudes of leaders actually coming up in the rise of, of trying to achieve what what may be the impossible, uh, if you want to segue into that. Uh, because the issue with that is that once you have one leader that's, that's being, uh, provoked to be that, 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 that apex of the one culture, multi, multitude of things could occur with that leader 
that uh, multitude of things could occur with that leader that could be sabotaging to the culture. And then you're so reliant on that leader to be this polished individual. So my, my, my issue with black people is that we always hold in certain standards when black people as a whole don't even have standards to a degree when it comes to certain issues. So I just think it's just foolish to say that you're not black because of certain, certain things or certain things that, I mean, certain ways or certain things that you have experienced in life. It's just idiotic to me. And we had to come up out of that because it's not a mature mind. That's not a, that's not a mind that's a wise or, or shows that you have experience with other people. It's idiotic, honestly. So we got to be more responsible and, and more dedicated to, to just understanding that, hey, we may be in the same, skin, but we weren't raised the same. <laughs> so we just got to realize that. And, you know, I'm not going to, not, you can't hold me to certain standards if I've never seen these standards. So what are those standards? That doesn't make sense to me. And then some of them are demoralizing. Like I've been told stuff like, um, there's a Childish Gambino song that he was like, does he, they said I wasn't black because I had a dad. I think that's kind of sad because most of us will agree with that. Like, and the sad thing is it's true. Like I've heard like things like that because of my father was in my life. Like, so that's, that's not black. That's not a black trait. Fatherhood. That's a black wow. trait. That's a black trait. Like, well, but most back, but, back in the day, 60s, 70s, 80s. I think we sometimes buy into black stereotypes. Like, if you grew up struggling, yeah, nigga, you grew up in the dirt. Like, it's almost accepted. Like, yeah, you had the black experience because you, you grew up tough, you grew up hard. And but be, yeah, and be, and be proud of it. We, 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 we glorify the dumbest shit and label it, and label it as black. As if no other minority group can go through the same thing or endure the same thing. And it'd be negative things. And and the crazy thing is, I'm not going to be a hypocrite because of, that's my upbringing. My upbringing is what most people will consider black, which I think is fucked up. And because of that, I don't talk about it a lot because of, I don't want to be, uh, this nigga a real nigga, he came up tough. No, I didn't want that upbringing. I didn't want that childhood. I really did. I didn't want to experience the shit I did. So that's why my interests are a little different because I was like, I got to look outside of what I'm seeing. I got to find things outside of what's exposed to me. What? Why does, why does black meat have to mean depression and sadness or, or something demoralizing? Exactly. Like, what, what does it have to mean? Then? Like, why can't I have a great childhood? <laughs> Why can't I have two pairs of that? So why can't why my family can't be successful right off the bat when I come out the womb? I don't understand what the problem is. I don't think everybody thinks that way. I don't think all black people think that way. But I don't think all black people think that way. But I think there's a majority of black people who, who I don't think they're conscious about. I don't think they're conscious about that thought. I think it's a more subconscious thought that like I've been in conversations with a few people and be like. Not just some little things about my childhood. And I'm like, damn, nigga, you grew up. Damn, nigga, you grew up rough. Like, you grew up in some, first word out their mouth, you grew up on some hood shit. And what do you associate the hood with? Black. You don't say trailer park. Right. So that's what I think, right. I think that's fucked up. And that's why I was like, okay, I have to I start searching for things and lights and things 
outside of what was in front of me because I was like, I really don't like all this shit that's in front of me. Like, when niggas was killing snap music, I was like, man, it got to be something else I have besides this. Because I'm, I'm a musician by trade. Like, so at this time, concert bands and all that stuff, I'm listening to basic ass instrumental. I'm like, man, it got to be better music than this. And it got to be better music than what I grew, grew up on listening to with my mom and my dad. Then you start discovering shit. Folks like Imagine Dragons and, um, and Creed. And I just listened to I've Become So Dumb. Ah, I can't remember the group. And Nirvana and stuff like that. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Thank you. Lincoln Park and Nirvana. I even got picked on for, um, it started getting cold. So now her kids weren't wearing flannels with like, but like, they do now. They wear flannels, car hearts, and um, docks. But I was like, wow. Flannels mm-hmm. with beat up jeans and some Chuck Taylor some, or some boots sometimes. And getting called white and getting called weird. Because I want to do something different. I didn't look at it as, oh, this is white or this is black. This is Hispanic. I looked at it as this is cool and this is, I like it. This, this suits me more. Why do we have to have, why do we have to be a monolith and why is there an emphasis put on being black and being different? Because I experience it almost every day I'm out in public. Somebody say something about my gauges or my piercings, tattoos or something, how I'm dressed, and it becomes a, 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 talk, a major talking point for them, not for me. And I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm just trying to drink. I'm trying, I'm trying to sit here and drink my drink. You want to ask me if this shit hurt? Okay. Or ask me, have you always been like this? That shouldn't be a surprise that we all are different. We all are diverse. That's what's beautiful about us. I just want us to give each other the license to be diverse without judgment. Hmm. Yeah, I've been been holding this in. I've been meaning to say this shit last week, but you see how that went. (laughs) (laughs) You you knocked the hell out when you was having this conversation. But, exactly. <laughs> but it's all love, though. We had to wait for this. But, but my whole thing: every culture, or every race of people, or you know, every in every continent that you may uh, may have landed on, or seen, or witnessed, hey, you, you notice within those cultures, within melting pot, different types of relationships, and different uh, characteristics, and different ideas, and different thought processes of how people go out through out their day. We're, we're we're the same. I mean, we're, there's nothing different about what we do that the next culture may do as well. Like we we can't we and it we we can't keep holding certain uh, unnecessary standards for trying to just live every day. Like living every day versus uh, you know living every day versus you know living for the color of your skin is two different things. I think it's kind of weird. I think it's weird. I think it's, I wake up and I have to constantly think and consider how do I respect my culture today? I think it's just a little awkward. I think it's, I think it's stressful. Like, like, why do I need to have to be concerned about, uh, if I'm black or if I'm not black enough for you? It don't make sense. Like, I think it's idiotic. I think, uh, if I'm raising my kids, 
I'm taking care of my home. I'm taking care of the people that I love, and we, you know, and everything is being provided and provided for, and we're protecting each other. And you know, not and, and I provide sometimes even for extension of family and friends. Then well, what's the problem? Why why does that have to display my blackness? Why can't I be a human being first? You know what I'm saying? Like these are things that we need to consider. Like being black doesn't mean that there are rules to the to, to your color, to, to your pigmentation. Oh, it just so happens you was born by the right woman and man. Period. That's just all that means. And whatever well, I, you do with what you do with it. Well, well be who you know, be who you are. You are who you are, player. But I, I have on the contrary, I have minimal I have minimum qualifications. Okay. You have to yeah. walk on the sidewalk, okay? A white lady has to clutch her purse, okay? <laughs> know how to be a chef of oodles and noodles. You're supposed to make three flavors, you know what I mean, from the muscle, okay? <laughs> you have to have watch either juice, you have to have to watch roots, or you have to watch coming to America, okay? Yeah, I'm uh, so, so, so you could be whoever you are, and you got to know that slavery wasn't a choice, okay? So... Uh, that is, that is, okay. These, 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 are, these are minimum. These are minimum. Let's, let's unpack this shit. Let's unpack this shit. Then. So for you, there's minimum requirements for being black. Minimum requirements, yes. So yes, and then so, you can be how diverse you want to be, but you gotta have meet those qualifications. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna say this, and then we gonna break that down. Okay. I don't want to. That's <laughs> far. He said, I don't want to. <laughs> as far as blackness in the black community, it seems like it's only been like this for the past 100 years. I'm not, that's when I'm speaking on black culture and what it's become and what's considered black. Because if you go 100 years prior, you have different black cultures throughout the United States of America, period. That sure. it wasn't necessarily, you have to be this to be part of this culture. It's just, just who you innately, organically grown into. You got Geechee people, you got people who are Cajun and Creole, you, you got Haitians, you got different like actual land and geographic cultures. I'm not speaking on those because I, I'm represented by one of those cultures. Yeah. I'm, I'm speaking on the metric of what you said, qualifications of what blackness is supposed to be universal. Like you had to have smoke weed and you had to soul judge and stuff like that. And I will argue against your qualifications because every black person don't have to have some juice. Hey, never smoke weed. I by show of hands, who has it though? I said, ah, okay, I'll wait. Who haven't smoked weed? So you telling me if a white man decided to see Schindler's List or the Mice of Men, a black man, we just seen Schindler's List, the Mice of Men, never seen juice, it'd be a problem. Even though I've seen both those, all three of those movies, Juice, Schindler's mm -hmm. List, and Mike Smith. I can't watch an art house film because of, I can't watch too many of those and not throw a black film in on. That's what you're saying. So for every Cannes Film Festival film I watch, I got to throw a Medea movie in there. At least one. I didn't yeah. say that. I said, I told you my minimum qualification. <laughs> so all the other ones, you know what I'm saying? But 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 yes, you had to have. Uh, now that you said, 
because Tyler Perry has a lot of works out there. You had to have seen at least a play, a play or a movie. Yeah, and the whole thing you can't you can't skip through the musical either. And don't think don't lived. think you about to skip through the musical. Yes, um, I, yes. I, I do got to live in Atlanta and not see Tyler Perry. Uh, yeah, I'm judging. Not, not, not that you not, not that you bring it up, I do got one qualification. Only one. Okay. Universal blackness. Mind your business. You have me. What? Well, uh, you have at least drunk one cup of red Kool Aid in your life. Yes. I don't yes. trust. You. I don't trust you if you have it. I don't if trust you. Yes. If you have not. I Thank do not you, trust man. you. Thank you cannot you. be trusted. And, and it can't be room temperature. It better be ice cold when you're drunk too. And, and guess what? You already passed because you didn't even say cherry. You said red. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better have smacked that you drunk into <laughs> like doing water. Like <laughs> y'all niggas started. Y'all with tap water? Fuck you, mean? Yeah. That was I'm a grown man when I realized that shit was cherry flavor. I like I always thought this shit red. Yeah, let me get the red shit. Y'all saying all this depressing shit? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But, you say that, but he's had you had red Kool Aid. I'm just saying. It, it's funny he said oodles and noodles in three different flavors. Tell me you ain't chop a pop dog in. Tell me you uh put some soy sauce and make it make it oriental. I ain't do all that. I threw some cheese in that bitch. Though. Put cheese in. Hello, you did one of the three. I learned that from an Asian guy, though. I didn't learn that from no Negro. Hey, hey where Rob. he get it from? Where he get it from? Rob, you got eat. They put cheese. You had to eat the hamburger and hot dog on regular regular loaf bread. They gotta be white bread. Yes. Yes. It's a. It sounds like a lot of struggle mills going out in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we we ain't know they was struggle. We ain't know they was struggle yes, mills. They was that's the mills. beauty of it, though. I said, "Oh what? shit, they make hamburger buns." Who's struggling? Who's struggling? We ain't need them hamburger buns. You you use them you use them buns for you use that bread for everything. But you but you know what I want to see. You you know what I want to see more than anything in, in our in our culture to be I guess given the black card is. Given a little, just in life, we're given a little by circumstance, but we make the most of it. We're minimalist. We we, we adapt with the change. We, we move with the times. Pioneers, we've been uh, enduring. I just want to see that that in you. To me, that's, that's, that's that point I'm looking for. You be whatever wavelength you want. I just want to see that, that minimalist approach. So, you know, give me a little bit, but I make it a lot. I want to see that we, we've been proven by nature, you know, just this innate, make, make something out of nothing. Like, I know we hang on to that, and that's our, like, shine and glory. We'll be like, we endure and we're tough. We are tough people, and that's great. That, But it's fucked up if you think about it, too, because our circumstances, because of our circumstances, we, we have been forced to evolve and become tough. Like, that's what causes us to thrive, but that's also like, damn, do we really need to have to go through that? <clears throat> so, do we clink? I'm not saying don't learn the history of that um, um, and respect what we have to go through, but at a limit, it becomes trauma porn. 
All right. We romanticize our struggle. And that's why I got people people who tired of seeing slave movies and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Me. Will Smith shit was good, but I was I didn't I didn't really want to see it. I had a I was reluctant to see it. Like, what? That Will Smith movie. Nah, he was good, yeah. It was, it really was good. good, but I was reluctant I, to see I, it. I waited I, to see that. Because I'm like, I gotta put myself I gotta mentally prepare myself. I still ain't see it. I was about I, to say, I'm, I'm not tired of seeing slave movies. If it's something that I can pull from and I can learn from, especially yeah. with a with a movie like that, like uh, Emancipation, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. Well, plus, <laughs> give me that constant that constant reminder of what my people endured and what they came from. Because they, they're trying so hard to erase it out of the history books, so hard to erase it just period. And also wanted what? to say, as a, as adaptive as we are as individuals, we have to be adaptive with our mindset as well. Yeah. We have to be adaptive with we, we we can't just cling on to comfortability of struggles. We have to be we have to dare to explore, man. But it has to be a balance. So I understand you saying it's good that those movies are out there. I'm not saying stop making those movies. But it has to be a healthy balance psychologically for us. Because whether you want to accept it or not you're psychologically taking in these images, this imagery, and what's sonically being said. Like, if you go watch Emancipation and Rosewood right behind each other, right before you go to work, your mindset is going to be on some other shit. Yeah, I'm starting checking people at, at the front desk. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, you're going to, you like, especially if somebody white <laughs> walk up to you and say, and they got any bit of an attitude, you already on go mode because you like, man, this shit is playing in my mind already. So, there has to be a balance of that because of <clears throat> another hypocrite moment. I'll be lying if I was saying I was happy all the time. As a black man, James Baldwin said the best. I'm typically in a state of rage constantly. Constantly. Mm -hmm. So I do things to get me out of that state of rage. I listen to certain things, i.e. being different, being weird, that takes me out of that state of rage that I constantly have to think about being a black man, waking up, understanding, understanding 400 years of, of, of slavery, then another what, 100 years of, of Jim Crow, then 50 years, then 20 years of civil rights, 30 years of, well, yeah, 30 years of civil rights, and past 15, 20 years of just Black Lives Matter. Like, you think about all that shit. I'm a historian, so I'm listening to all this shit all the time. And any person, any Black people that we revere, it's always some type of struggle. It's always some type of struggle that's settled around either the Civil Rights Movement here, apartheid in South Africa, mm -hmm. the movement in Australia that Black people, the Aboriginal people had to go through, the racism of people in Brazil, the black people in Brazil who speak Portuguese, mind you, have to deal with like you. It's and how they overcome a Pele was this great footballer, but they also bring up the crippling racism he had to deal with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a a, a a real balance about taking that in because uh, sometimes you could take that anger over the edge. So sometimes I feel like. Black creators, 
I'm not saying be soft and light about what your content you put out, but there's every piece of your content had to be soul stirring and dark about the black experience. Uh, Why see. can't it be some light stories about the black experience? Because there are light moments in being black. And that should also count as being black too. Like black people experience, we experience a litany of things. We just don't experience homelessness and section eight. We also experience being wealthy. We also experience playing other sports, traveling to other countries. Shoot, I, I went to science camp as a kid at Henry University. Like we experienced different things. Those stories, those narratives need to be told. And it doesn't take away from you being considered being black. You ain't black, you ain't down because you didn't experience this. I think that I think that's ultimately idiotic. And you by that black people hear that. We say slits and stones, but nigga words hurt you. And then that forces mm-hmm. some black people who are who are afraid to live in that truth. To what? To, to mask it, hide it, or not try different things. That's from black people who are like either like different music, like to dress a certain way, gay, um, on and on. They hide those things, being miserable as fuck because they're afraid of what the community at large will say about that. I think that's very fucked up. I ain't got nothing to say about it. All I know is that you can't you can't treat someone different because they didn't have your experience. You know, that's that's just what it is. Everybody has criteria, uh, a criteria for, for for certain things that go go on throughout their lives. But the truth remains that no matter what set of standards you may have for one person. They may not uphold those standards because they may not have had that experience. So you you just have to understand and 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 deal with the fact that because you grew up eating bologna sandwiches, don't mean that the next person the person next to you that is a black male or woman uh, was doing the same thing. Folks was probably eating steak and lobster when they were children. So I mean, well that's what I'm saying. That doesn't make you less, that don't make you less black. That don't make you more black. It just makes, it makes you one or two things. It makes your parents smart <laughs> and they, they knew how to get out of whatever they were in or they, they were raised in that same condition and they made sure that you weren't either. Or it makes you, it just, it just, uh, makes you, uh, realize your lineage wasn't as well off as the person next to you. And then you just have to work hard to get to where they're at. So, I mean, I don't want to ever hear anybody saying you're not black enough or you're not this or you're not that because you didn't watch or eat or drink or, or do or display certain things in, in your own personal life. Cause that doesn't, when you wake up, it doesn't matter what you haven't done or what you did do. When a cop, or when the individuals are, are trying to jump your ass or do anything to harm you because of the color of your skin, they're not looking for criteria. That's just what, that's just the reality. So, I mean, black is black and black is, has many facets of life. Just like, just like Asian people, just like Hispanic people. Everybody has 
have, have, have many components and characteristics and mannerisms throughout their culture. We do too. But it's the same people. It's the same people. We're not just from slavery alone. Slavery is not our story. That was, that is a part of the story. That's part of our story. That's not, that's not the, the all and be all. Not everybody's a sin from slaves. Not everybody. Not, not every black person, and it's a it's a large number of black people that don't descend from oh. slaves. Oh come on, uh, let's let uh, we could talk about that later. We talk about that later because I I can give you some list. I I can give you some history lesson just as much as you. <laughs> that could be a whole episode right there. That'd be a good <laughs> one too. The no, bunking, I mean, myth, the bunking slaves, myths of slavery. I would debunk the shit out of that, bro. I would. I would. Now, slavery clearly happened, but I, I'm i telling you, well, we could talk about it if you want to. <laughs> like, like, oh, we can make that another podcast because I know we're going to go in on that one. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can talk about it. I'm not saying that's not part of the black experience, though. I'm not saying that it's not in its entirety. Everybody uh, <laughs> understands that slavery has occurred, but it didn't define us. We out of it. Why are we even worried about it? Right. Like we have our history books. We have our our families that 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 may have witnessed uh, that have witnessed stories being passed down. We've had several things that identify with that in, inclines us to believe that our history alone has uh, has has this this dysphoria that uh, that our ancestors have experienced. Uh, so no, I don't need another movie. <laughs> yeah. All I got to do is talk to my great grandmother, or my grandmother, or my mom, or whoever that 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 knows a little bit about something, or, or go to a library or anything like that. There's a, there's plenty of information that people can 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 look for without looking at a movie alone. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with movies because some people are just that lazy enough to read. There's nothing wrong with it, but. The, you know, we, we just gotta come into this mind frame that, okay, we're aware of these things. Right. Um, I like the Jews, they got their Holocaust and all this and that. And they're, they're not, they're, they got their set points, but they're not constantly reminded. They're aware of it. They know it's in their history. They don't come out with a new movie every fucking year. <laughs> they just don't. It's not, it's not something they do. So why we have to do it? You know? Yeah. And then more importantly, why do white folks, why do you, why do we allow white folks to make these movies about us? Like most of those directors and most of the people that write these movies, a majority of them are usually white. But like, that's why we what I'm saying. Nothing? They not telling everything. Mm-hmm. They not telling everything because they telling it from what the, their points of view. We get like these it. movies. We not seeing the whole gist of slavery show me the good parts about slavery show show me where we were able to to leave on sundays and go set up shop and sell things show me how we was getting getting money and getting out of slavery and getting freedom and learning how to read show me show me those parts. if you're gonna show that i need i need them to show the horrors of slavery too like i've yet to watch a movie where they show they show mandingo fighting but what they didn't show is they didn't show male rape. They, slave, some slave masters would rape their male slaves to, to set up an example. To set an example. 
besides being them being gay also, because you ain't just doing that to set an example. But all it also set an example to the other slaves, like, hey, watch your motherfucking self. This is what could happen to you. Like, talk about those horrors and, and families literally being torn away and babies being murdered. You don't ever see that shit in the movie. You see the most dull down thing they can present the black people to where we won't get super mad. Like we get angry because what we're saying in the movie, but we won't also, we won't get angry to black people. You didn't show everything, majority of us, because majority of us don't know all those horrors happen. But show the horrors that's gonna piss us off and be like, hold the fuck on. And like you said, also show the good. Show the children of these slaves who end up becoming doctors and lawyers and chemists and botanists. Show those people too, and athletes. Show those folks too. Shit, George Washington Carver. Born to slavery. One of the most world renowned, what? Botanists, chemists in the world? Yeah. Show that. It has to be balanced. Because you want to talk about black experience and this, that, and being bad, but also show us thriving and entering fields that you. I ain't not necessarily even think black people exist in. Mm-hmm. And it's not fairly new that you have black people who are in politics or black people who are in medicine, black people who are in law. They've been doing this. Or black, when we get a black congressman, we're like, oh my God, we got a black congressman. There've been black congressmen. There've been black house of representatives. There was one during reconstruction. Yeah. I just want our kids to see how diverse as a community and as a culture, we are, you know what I'm saying? That way they don't grow up thinking that the only thing, <laughs> the only thing about being black is becoming a rapper and a OnlyFans model and the IG watch model. Friday. Mm. And watch like the movie Friday. <laughs> right, it's more than that. It's, it's about the experience that you make with you and your family and the people that surround you. It's the things that you like. It's also about the things you don't like. You see what I'm saying? That's true. And I do enjoy the things culturally. There are some things culturally that we do, we are associated with that I thoroughly enjoy. With us, we started a topic of conversation with just being strong, being resilient. I enjoy that black people are known for making something out of nothing. Essentially, black people are known for alchemy. If you really think about it, we're known for the practice of alchemy. Taking nothing and creating amazing things out of it. Taking the least less than little, taking the basics of what we need and creating wonderful, amazing things. That I do appreciate about our culture that that's widely, seems to be widely accepted and known about us as black people. That is a black trait, a black stereotype. I will gladly associate myself with. I just want us to just have more, you know, uh, you know, understanding that we have we have more victories than losses. I do believe that, honestly, personally. Um, so let's just let's just keep it here and just just to say let's just let's just shine those victories that we have throughout history. You know? 
think, you know, there'll be, there's, there's moments where they may make a movie or a show or it may be something that's, uh, that may be like great about us. It may come out like once a year. So let's make it an everyday thing. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. That's all it is. I mean, the black experience is your own experience. Hopefully it's great. If it's not, let's make it great. You know? Yeah, I'm tired of seeing divorce basketball, uh, sports, whatever. I'm tired of seeing that soon. I like Sorry, that. What? Mm. Basketball wise. The, the, the divorce wives. Oh, no. Let them niggas do them. Hey, anybody that would act stupid, is, uh, here's my criteria. You want to act stupid and uh, act like a nigga? That's fine. By all means, uh, you know. Keep your ass over there, away from black civilized people that want to actually progress in life. You know what I'm saying? Like Mentally as well. Like, I like, like don't, don't, don't like that shit, man. I really don't like when motherfuckers display their ignorance. Like, like that's just stupid to me. Not for the world to see. I understand you had your moments, but not for the world to see. No, not for everybody has their moments. But you just literally acting outlandishly stupid. Like, like you, you gonna do this on purpose? <laughs> like, that's what we do to cut it, cut a check. Ah, uh, yeah, y'all keep, y'all keep that shit over there. If you want to act like that, you're not part of my culture. You're not, you're not, because I don't watch it, I don't look into it, I don't voice my opinion about it because it's not something that I want to experience. Period. I do like, I like your tagline you just used. I don't know if you realize it, but it was. He said, the black experience is your experience. I rock with that. The black experience is essentially your experience. If you were born with this skin tone, and when I mean, when I say that, I mean that. If you was born with this skin tone, darker, even sometimes lighter, wide nose, full lips, you're part of the black experience too. So that goes for North Africans who might think they're Arabic or who might think they're Indian, South Asian. No, you're black too. That goes for Aboriginal people. That goes for they Pacific Islanders consider themselves more Asian than anything else. No, you're black too. Samoans, you Pacific yeah. Islanders, you're black too. You have full noses, brown skin, full lips. And you even thoroughly enjoy black culture just as much as we do in the dress and the music and everything else. You're black too, whether you want to accept it or not. Your lineage is black too. Right. So, black experience is your experience. Whatever you experience in whatever part of the world you're in, as long as you're rocking around with this skin tone and these features and in that DNA, you're experiencing your black experience. And they all deal with racism, so I hate to say it, but that's part of the black experience. Ain't it racism? Yeah, man. And you're in it whether you like to think so or not. You can excel in your, you know, your academics or the same thing. You just can't be a smart kid. You're the smart black kid, or you just can't be in a predominantly white school. You know, you're on a chess team. You're the best black player. Your skin, you know, it's gonna always be. You know, I think somebody called Obama. You know, he's articulate. You know, it's just you know, you know, saying how do, how they see us, man. It's like, but uh, the biggest biggest distraction and, and interference is the news media, man. You go on the news, and this is where everybody, like you said, who don't read, they absorb, and they see all this, and they say, oh, this is how they live. 
They're violent. Okay. I mean, this is what they're into. They love their TikTok and social media. Uh, you know, this is what they're into. So, you know, this is a, a crash course on, you know, how to learn a black person in a couple of hours. You know, and the things they like. Just ignorance again. And it's just trying to change that narrative. And this plays a big influence. Matter what, you know, city that you're in. Uh, especially if it's a major popular city. They're going to always show crime in our areas, you know, and shootings done by us. But it's one thing to, somebody said it best, I think it was a uh, a news anchor or some a news media. Um, somebody was like, you ever notice, why is it that if a white, a white man commits a crime, let's say a shooting, you know, it gets talked about for a day, day or two, depending on the mass shooting. Yeah, but it's a black shooting with the same amount of people. He's talked about for at least a week or a month. And it's labeled black on black violence. And it's black on black violence. You know, um, like like we're perfectly going to seek each other out in different parts of the world, like we're warriors. Like somebody's coming from the Western Hemisphere, somebody's coming from the Eastern Hemisphere, getting on boats and planning to battle each other like we're searching each other out. That comes from them. Of course, you're going to have black and black. You don't have any on any violence because of how people live and what neighborhoods we live in. Most black people live around other black people. What you think is going to happen? Violence at some point is going to happen. It's going to happen around the people you closely associate yourself and live with. Yeah. And live around. White violence happens because white people are living in this neighborhood. Asian violence happens because Asian people are living in Asian neighborhoods. I hate what the media has done to us over the decades as far as how we look at each other across the diaspora. You yeah. look at Africans and assume they are living in huts and in, in, in cows sleeping right outside of like mud made buildings and they all live in tribes and that's not the whole continent of Africa. Just like you got country parts of the United States of America, you have country, consider country or more wilderness parts of Africa, but you have booming the metropolises in every country in Africa. That isn't highlighted. So we think they live in their heads. And they think we just over here just getting high on the hog, fat, lazy, and killing each other. And that's not necessarily the complete truth. Just like we think the Aboriginal people are just sitting over there with no rear running water. That's not necessarily the truth. Now, these things are bringing up, you do have sections and groups of people in the world who live like that, but that's not the majority. Mm-hmm. But we're fed images of other blacks and diaspora and what they're dealing with, and they're fed images of us. They think we're killing each other, and we think most of them are poor because they aren't black Americans. Unless they're British, and if they're British, we find their accents funny and assume they're upper crest and white, not realizing they grew up in dealing with racism, and they grew up in the hoods just like we do. They deal with the same bullshit we just deal with. It's just spoken in a different tone. You call the nigga, you just call the nigga with a British accent. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> we we have to embrace our differences 
and knowing that we're different. And that's one of the steps we can take to become more unified. I never say we are all completely be unified and perfect, but anytime things do happen against our community, there needs to be some type of blowback from it. And we all need to be able to come together to understand the things that do tie us together. Mm-hmm. Your lights and your interests aren't what ties you together on being black. Being born in this skin is what ties you together in those shared experiences of trauma, which I regret, regretfully speak on, but those instances of trauma, and sometimes just culturally, just whatever region you're from in those instances, those are the things that tie you to being black. Shared experiences, not who you are as a person. The moment we can settle in on that, then we can start taking more steps to being more unified, I believe. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else on the agenda? Mm-mm. I, I, I think we killed that one. I've been, I had, had two weeks to get this one out, so I can't prepare it. Clearly, you you did you did your thing, my brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, pretty solid, sir. Uh, yeah. First, what you did last. Lauren mm. <laughs> ass. <laughs> they was like this. Hey, Kev, he was like this. So, <laughs> and me, me, <laughs> Noble and I, we looking at each other and we. we I know this man not sleep, but now nah, when we told him, we was like, man, just get some rest. He ain't even fight it. He was like, all right. All right. That damn noise in the background was getting on my nerves. I was like, what is going on over there? What kind of noise was it? It was a TV. It was, but I don't think I don't think CJ, I don't think CJ knew at, at that moment. That thing was cracking me up. Looking at Kel like this. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, one of y'all did say that. One of y'all like, Clarence, what the hell are you talking about? Nah, it's like, that was no. Yeah, Many times as people, uh, as many times as uh, either me or, or, or maybe Rob or whoever, you know, he has a baby and all this and that. He, I'm sure he was tired once upon a time. Hey, you know, my, if I can't make it to something, I'm going to tell you straight up, I ain't coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, we'll work around it. Take yeah, your ass to bed. I'm trying to soldier through it, man. I was trying to soldier through that shit, bro. Like, Fail. <laughs> <laughs> I realized the hour before, I was like, oh shit, I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> so, I was you, know, you tried though, man. You tried. You tried those first five minutes. You tried. You did. You did. I, it, it took so much energy just to get the phone and even pull up the app. I don't know why, but it took all the energy in the world just to prop the phone mm-hmm. up. And then after my that, brother, I was like, hey, I'm done. My brother, you was holding on. By by thread, it was you was you was hanging on by a thread, hanging on by a thread. That shit snapped. 
just snapped right in the middle of his conversation. This <laughs> was talking and shit. It was like that. So, so I said, said the hypotheses to 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 the uh to the second hot news or they start falling asleep and shit. They, they, they wake up trying to finish the thing. I'm like, nigga, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> 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 they ain't gonna try to finish it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What you talking about? Go to bed, man. <laughs> man, go, yeah, go to sleep, bro. Don't even, don't even, don't even wake up. They try to finish his point. Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. Me and Cam, I was like, we just looking at each other crazy. Cause you you sound crazy, so we we, we don't know I was, what's I was, going. On. I was trying to see if you heard the same thing I heard, cause I ain't hear nothing. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm thinking what I the whole time. <laughs> my brain is still somewhat functioning, so I'm thinking the whole time, man. I hope they understand what I'm trying to say, cause at one point I did say this shit. I said, "Y'all get what I'm trying to say?" And y'all was like, "Hell no!" Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> like, okay, so, man, my brain and my mouth ain't working together right now. If they can get it, yeah. Like your brain That's made sense. Right. You with your mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh. But it's all love, though, because, you know, we have to understand what we need to tap out. Yeah. You know? Like, some people, you know, you, you have a lot going on just like everybody else do. You get mentally sure. exhausted. You can't you can't push through everything. It's an everyday struggle, man. Like when you know that you are tired, your body's gonna let you know right off the bat. If your mind doesn't let you know, everything about you physically is gonna let you know. We ain't making it. And we're we're done. We're down count. And you just gotta respect and you gotta respect your body. That's my whole thing with this with uh with with self care and self love. Like black folk have a uh, have a bad have a bad condition when it comes to not caring for themselves to a certain degree when it comes to their health. Not saying you specifically. I'm just saying in general. Like, no, it's, me specifically. It it's me specifically and I get what you're saying. We have this mechanism in us where we like we have to push through. But again, because everything goes back to enslavement. I promise you. It does. And we like, okay. They push through from sun up literally sun down. Like 13, 14 hour days, they push through, and then Jim Crow, they push through and having to deal with having to deal with racism and voting rights and things like that. So, in our minds, we were like, who are up? We complain about a little bit of hardship. And I, I, I struggle with it every day. Who am I to complain about a little bit of hardship? Let me go My thing is. Six o'clock to work out because of this person had to deal with this or deal with this trip. The problem, like you said, the problem with that is that we don't preserve ourselves. We literally work ourselves to the bone and we die early. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad y'all brought that up. Um, over like the past couple of months, yeah, I just really been pushing my, my body, my mind just to all kind of limits, you know what I'm saying? Working out four to five days a week, school, work, uh, uh, fathering, you know, parenting. Yo, my body crashed last week, like a hard crash. Mm -hmm. Got sick, was in the bed, couldn't really move, you know what I'm saying? 
And that really, that really brought me to a mindset. Like I really got to slow down because <laughs> if I don't, it's, it's going to be more than just a crash. Yeah, I wasn't right. taking care of myself if I was supposed to. I, you know, give my, give my mind the proper time to heal and my body the proper time to heal and just taking taking things slow and just doing stuff for myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I feel like you, CG. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you just got to push through things. I got this going on. Let me just go ahead and, and just knock it out. I got this going on. I, you feel like you, you don't have no choice but to just keep pushing. Your body will tell him. But Noble brought up a good point. We have to preserve ourselves because some of those times, pushing through, you're giving your worst effort when honestly, you could have, you could have actually regrouped, allowed your body to rest, and when that opportunity comes back again, or if you're able to, you can put that opportunity on hold. When you do it, do it that time, you're able to knock it out the park because you have all your faculties about you. Everything is running on all cylinders. And your body's going to respond to it. But we don't do that. We push through. And then when we shut down, we shut down. Like when we break down, we break down. Some people, it's just you just can't move for days. Some people, it turns to cancer. Mm. It turns to crippling sicknesses that you can't come back from. Heart disease. Because you were so busy, you didn't meal prep. Or you're too busy, you didn't have time to drink water. Or you were so busy, you, you instead of taking the steps, you took the elevator. You're not you're not a workhorse. This this ain't this is not this is not what you do. This is designed to be. You're designed to, to, to work, rest, and mental clarity every step of the way. So when all these components start to break down, if one component starts to break down, then your foundation starts to crumble, period. Like you just have to be I'm not saying don't work yourself hard. There's nothing wrong with hard work, but don't work yourself to the bone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to understand, you got to know when to quit. Like, it's okay. I hate when people say don't quit. No, nah, nigga, I need you to. <laughs> you need a moment. It's just, it's not even a quitting factor. It's just you need a pausing moment. You, uh, stop overworking yourself. You brought up a point about slavery. You got all this understanding, all this history laid out in front of you the blueprint of what happened and who worked hard for you to get to where you are right now why are you still working this hard calm that shit down plan your shit right mm-hmm. and just just work at the task at hand you know what i'm saying now some days are going to be tougher than others we know that we i agree with that you know what i'm saying but my whole thing is like if if, if i know that my body is no longer conditioned to keep pushing. I'm going to have to just step back for a second. Because at the end of the day, if I'm still alive and breathing the next day, that shit will be there waiting on you. It won't be there. So, I mean, I think, I think we have to stop conditioning ourselves to say, hey, we just need to keep working and working and working and beating ourselves and beating ourselves and trying to grind out the days and the hours. When, when in truth, you shouldn't be doing none of that. You should be trying to, 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 to focus on a plan, set the foundation for that plan, execute that plan to the best of your ability, not to the hardest of your ability, <laughs> not to the most difficult tasking of your ability, because you, those difficult times are going to come. There's no need to try to, 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 to imply struggle, if you will. 
There's no need to do that, right? That's too much pressure on anybody, black folks, period, right? Black folks got a hard time with high blood pressure and all the other stupid shit. You think, you think this is okay to do? Nah, this ain't okay to do. Just, just take a step back. Breathe. This is how real it is. It's it's so real and it's so scientific for folks who think this sounds like a cop out just for laziness or just being the lower tie and all is real. Um Noble I know Noble will be able to identify with this story for like I went like four months straight just working out just hard. Like real hard. Two months, like third month in. And this is my routine of working out, essentially. I would get up and I would bike like three miles to school at my college. I would do my classwork, boom, boom, boom. Then I would bike like another four miles to my job. My job was at the YMCA. So essentially, I'm getting out of class, biking over there, and I'm having to play basketball with these kids, football, things of that nature. Physically moving around literally all day for at least six hours out of eight hours of that day. I go work out. I run another two miles outside, come in, play basketball for two hours, go lift weights for two hours. Then I go to work my night job, go home, maybe sleep four hours. And I'm doing this every single day. Eventually my body was like, I was in the weight room one day and I got off the butterfly press. And my body was just like, nope, not today. Mm. After that last rep, my body literally was like, nope, not today, and seized, and it locked up. My body locked up. Everything in me, my, my everything in me was like, nigga, move. All I could do was move my mouth enough to voice down my roommate to come get me out the gym. Mm. So it's real. No, what Dover was saying is real. Like, we could push ourselves, but not to the point of extinction. I know they tell you that coming up in gym culture, like you burn out, lift them, push till you burn out, this set to failure. Mm. At some point, you got to rest and let yourself rebuild, man. Your mind has to rebuild, which is what it does in its sleep. So does your body. You have to get resting. You have to preserve ourselves. You have to be careful about, even though I'm smoking a cigar now, I have to be careful about putting water in my body and putting certain fruits and certain vegetables in that shit has an effect. So it's it's really scientific. It's not just off of what we just saying. It's been proven. We can't run ourselves into the ground. And when we do, we run ourselves into a grave. I agree. I think uh my here's my thing. Like, I think the the, the biggest issue is that um you, you, like I say, your body is conditioned to do many things and your body can push through thresholds that are remarkable. Um, especially when it, when it's time for for you to really to, to display your 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 abilities uh, mentally, physically, it doesn't matter, spiritually even. Uh, but you want to prime your body for that moment. You don't want to just constantly get into a notion that every day has to be to failure. Every day has to be to to absolute uh, exhaustion. When I go to the gym or I go running, if I run like five to six miles, you know my big ass. If I'm running five to six miles, I'm enjoying it. I'm not just doing it to, to force something out of it. Uh, I have to be in the mood. Everything has to click with me. I have to be in the mood to run 
three miles or four miles or five miles. And once I get to like a, my second mile, if this if it feels good, then I'd be like, oh, I can I can get this done. But once I I know me so well, if I get to that second mile and I'm like, uh, a little struggle, let me just do three miles <laughs> and then just back off. That's my victory for today. Not everything has to be a push through threshold moment. Like when you go to the gym and my, if I'm putting like 385 on the bench, I know I could push that with ease. But if I if I put 385 on the bench, the next following or like the uh, the following chest session, if I put like 315 or whatever on there just to prime myself for for a heavier weight, and I don't and I I don't see it moving the way it should, pack it up. I'm ready to go. That's just what it is. I never in the gym. You'll never see me in the gym crawling out that bitch. You'll never see me crawl out there because muscles do two things that are amazing. They adapt to whatever condition you give them, and they're they're always going to be prime source for the next workout. Meaning if you push it just a little, the muscle will say to you, all right, we have a new set point. (laughs) This is what we need to focus on next time. And then you constantly push it just a little. And then the muscle and the mind and the connection will say to you, all right, this is our new set point. Once we get to a, a, a understanding of, of, of new nuances in our lives or new thresholds, stop. Just stop. Reflect on what you have experienced and take those experiences with you. And then when it comes to competition or meet time, Guess what? You're going to do fucking phenomenal because here's the thing. You slowly, gradually put yourself in positions where you can actually uh, achieve the impossible. Like when I get to a competition, yeah, it may hit 385. And then at 405 by, by, by next January, it's going to, it's going to hit differently because I'm going to hit 405 for five reps. Because I slowly put on the weight. Everybody, everybody looks at this as a rat race. It's not a rat race for many reasons. It's a dangerous thought process to think that you can speed through life. It's not possible. Because life will tell your ass and it will teach you one or two things. It will teach your ass that you are not capable of moving this thing through. You need to sit your ass down somewhere for flat. <laughs> to think about what you're doing. And then it's going to also teach you that, okay, life will be difficult, but maybe I need to draw back. And maybe I need to have some gradual understanding about what my experience is going to be in the course of my new experience. Life will always teach you something new about it. Like these are things you don't have to constantly put on more pressure than what's needed. You just need to put on just enough. The next day, put on a little more. The next day, put on a little more. You don't need to do all of that in one day. You don't need to put on weeks worth of hard work into one day. That's just ridiculous. Like, like we all understand this. Rob may understand this. CJ may, y'all, y'all may understand this. Cam, you understand this. It doesn't come the next day. Success of any caliber doesn't come within a few hours. Unless you're trying to hit the lottery and even that's the case. 
you've been trying to hit the lottery for motherfucking months. <laughs> so it took time. So I mean, it just everything takes time when it comes to success. Stop trying to rush this shit. We got two other topics now for the next couple episodes. That's another topic right now. I like how Rob is giving me this like, hey, hey y'all know Power Rangers? Is Wardon? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, with the with the black with the black, yeah, and he pop in. Rangers is the outline. All you see is the outline of the face. That's all I saw. Like what the? Oh, Zordon face the Oh, for I'm like, what mission is he going to send us on today? <laughs> it's morphing time. <laughs> Y'all seen that new movie? What's what, Power Rangers? Yes, the new Power Rangers with the with the original Power Rangers. They got it new? When is, when is it? It already came out because I know I saw the previews not too long. It's on Netflix. Oh, no, Say, I didn't. Say it ain't so. Is uh, yeah, Tommy is, is Tommy in it? Well, Tommy, there's a new band. He had committed suicide by then. I know that, but oh, oh, so he didn't get to finish it or not even start it? He never got to film it. He like right when they was about to film it, started filming it. He oh, had committed suicide. Wow. I think he was supposed to be in the movie, but they did acknowledge him. They acknowledged Trini, the Asian one who died on us in the car accident or something like that. Yes, like, I did. It was, it was the corniest. Lamest, most heartwarming, um, nostalgic, wonderful mess you'll ever watch. Like you're like, man, this shit corny as hell. But you think about your childhood, you're like, oh man, this is good. And, and it's no way in hell it was nostalgic. No way. I don't believe it was nostalgic. They fight the putty yeah. man. Read a report where Punzel or Opposal came back. It, it was good. You, you give it was me good. A... Rita was even talking her shit a little bit too. She was talking about yeah, because her daughter was in the. They had a girl playing her daughter, the Asian chick Trina who died, and they was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna destroy you like I destroyed your mother." And I was like, "Oh shit, like, you killed her!" <laughs> like, damn, that's, that's, that's disrespect. Cold, yeah. Mad disrespect. That I took this car and made it happen. Jesus. <laughs> you gotta see the movie, nigga. It was real. Yeah. It, 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 it's a good movie. It's a good movie. If you measure it by that. the standards of yeah. Power Rangers. Ah. A movie there. <laughs> you say that shit. This nigga gonna show up to work with a black Power Ranger shirt on talking about some hell yeah, that movie was good. <laughs> I, I didn't like the first Power Ranger. He danced too damn much. You said the black was that was the best part. Exactly. Man, yeah. Chuck and Jack. That nigga get doing this. Beat, 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 Man, he was like that dude off. He was like that black dude off a Tekken. Dude with the dreads. Yeah, Eddie. I found that to be very. I found that to be very. I gotta be ignorant. I have my ignorant moment. Say what? I said I have to have my ignorant moment. I had to take his black car from only because. Um, what barber 
Just gonna let him lead the chair. Oh, like that, that nigga's hairline. <laughs> that nigga's hairline. That nigga He's like, all right, you done. Yeah, no, no, no. It was part of the monologue. It was so he could put the helmet on. No. No, it's because... No, Claire, man, it's because he went to Super Cut. <laughs> 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 yeah. Look, everybody knows you do not ever get your hair cut. No. No, I'm every black man knows. That's one time they fuck my shit up. And <laughs> <laughs> Rob is right about this. There is some matrix of blackness. But one of the bl- things you do as a black man is you never round off your front hairline. You never yeah. you only round off the back. Damn. You only round off the back. You never round off the front. You square that <laughs> motherfucker out. You become Billy Bowl. You become a geometry <laughs> major when it's yeah, time to your hairline on front. You 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 create points. You create ninety degree angles in this bitch. Not no fucking. <laughs> this nigga had. This nigga had the dome cut. AC, that was like I knew at that moment that he was dating a white woman. Yes. <laughs> they ain't never had no black love interest for him. They never had a black woman on the show for him. No, I just knew it. I knew it with that hairline. I just knew it. <laughs> yeah, my, my man was confident too. I so happy yeah. when they gave him. Yeah, he was. They gave him braids at some point. They gave him like yeah. those Moesha braids. Well, yeah. It was still back here though. It was back here though. I was proud of that though. Y'all laughed. It was what? I was proud of that. I said, "That's the blackest." They they had him in the whitest cut. Now they got him in the blackest cut. Thank you. My, put, my put man, that nigga Sh- some braids. He had the Shamar Moore braids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, was back. he had the he had to set it off braids. <laughs> he had to set it off braids with that extra tucked ass shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nigga shirt tucked in one more time. Turn it off. <laughs> that nigga was looking like Jamie Foxx off a of booty call with that hair that game. Oh, they literally gosh. gave him that hairstyle. They, they gave him the buns for booty call hairstyle, which I was like, good. <laughs> Put him in something black. Please, because uh, whoever's lining him up on set need they ass beat. I know they was laughing when they was cutting yeah. him off. That's like, you want me to rhyme you off like usual? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'll put the hair with the round on Make sure it doesn't look like it's part of you. That's just crazy. Nigga. Who rap? Oh my, him and Steven A. Smith killed me with that shit. Like, who was rounding off got haircuts, man? If you going bald, just cut it all off. Cut it off. But a black okay. man should never round off his hairline. I, I'd do some jail time if a nigga rounded off my hair. Yeah, man. Like, we fighting. Like, you, like, what clan is that, man? Right Street? For what? Right <laughs> <laughs> For what? He is in that chain. His barber was like, I ain't swearing this bitch today. I'm around. All right. Nigga about throw hands at you, too. What what, what, what going for today, man? Yo, I, I, I fully trust you. Give me that George <laughs> Dome, my nigga. That George Dome. I'm going to keep my shit straight and happy. It is what it is. Line, give me a straight line. I don't know why us as black men, we, that shit is in a chokehold for us. But I don't know. It's just the cleanest thing. Like, straight line my shit or like Noble said. Just leave it nappy and let my hairline grow over my forehead. Mm-hmm. Don't round my shit. 
You know what I hate though, CJ. You know what I hate the most. I'm you, when they started that too close of a that little hairline part. Like I don't even know how to explain that shit. Like the shit be like real close like, to your eye. I know you talking about. I know you talking about where the you be like, nigga, how your forehead that small? Like your hair only like how? Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? That baby you got your head, man. Then you got this much room. You got two or three fingers worth of room for forehead. <laughs> two or three. You like, y'all get the fuck out of here. That's that's too black for my taste. I seen niggas who do that. And I for some reason, that's a metrical blackness. That's too black for me. I'm like, nigga, I need I need my motherfuckers out here. I need them closer to my ears and oh, further away from my eyes. Man. That, man. Yeah, that's the uh Jamie Foxx and Law Biden says. Yeah, that's that look. Not everybody can pull that shit off. That shit look crazy. It's like that nigga took a basic brick and was like, line me up to the brick. <laughs> line me up to the brick. You put the brick on his head and like, just line up around it. Yeah, line me up. <laughs> Wait a minute. What the fuck are you doing? No, 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 my man pulled a protractor out of the school bus. I'm I'm on. I got you, bro. Yeah, that's exactly that. And knowing Jamie Foxx and how he is in the media, I can promise you he is in that barber chair like, ooh, I'm going to kill these niggas with this one. Yeah, My hairline was about to meet. Nigga, you killed your barber's career with that one. <laughs> Damn, man. That shit crazy. I don't understand. No one point me to Jesus because I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, like man. black men who do the who do the George Jefferson, who do the cold sack. Let it go, bro. Let yes. it go. Nigga, you look no. like you ride around in the Astro Man with candy in the driver's seat when you got <laughs> Oh man, LeBron James is scaring me, man. He won't let it go. Yeah, man. All that money, bro. That's just <laughs> hey, listen. That's that, that's just a sign right there. Yeah, all that money. He can't save that shit. Bro. No, bro. It's... That's probably the one thing he is he is saving his life. He'll give up all them championships, all them all stars. I bet he'd give up a scoring title for his hairline back. Yeah, he would. He'd cheat on his wife for a new hairline. Yeah, it's a sensitive thing to a man. I mean, you know, it's like, it's, uh, yeah, you want to come to that realization, you know, like, damn, I'm getting old. Take shit. Take that shit off and grow the face your hair. Like, if I, hey, I'm going to fuck him. I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to go old school. When I get to a certain age, nigga, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm turning into some fucking Sam Elliott. I'm just going to get, like, old black men used to look in the 80s and 70s. I'm going yeah. straight bald. With the big ass mustache, nothing else, just the mustache. Oh lord, that pigment yeah. shit ain't it neither. The little tattoo dots and shit like that shit, shit blows my mind. Yeah. Tattoo dots. Yeah, did you ever see? Oh man. Uh, okay. Found the uh, Doc Rivers clips for the. Uh, it's because for the sixes, Doc This shit is like that. Uh, oh, you talking about on the head? You talking about on the head? Yeah, that was a little fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's almost like uh, like a 
what do you call it? It's, it's like a stimulate. Yeah, it's like a, a, a super buzz cut. Yeah, I ain't with shit. It like pours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You let that shit go, my nigga. Just let it all go. Give me, give me a straight razor, some shaving cream, and just let me just do my thing. Let me just go straight, bald, and I will rock that shit for the rest of my life. That's if I start to lose this, I promise you. If I ever start to lose this, I'm gonna see Clarence with a bald head and and a and a Tom Selleck mustache. And they ain't gonna finally fit me then. They go like, you look like a Clarence. Thank you. You look like somebody. I need you to keep your hair. Keep your they, hair. They gonna start calling me names. They gonna start calling me names for like the seventies and shit, like the Max or Superfly. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have that yeah. Willie Dynamite. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that Willie Dynamite. Willie Dynamite was bald head with a mustache. <laughs> I'm look like Willie Dynamite in this bitch. Butterfly Thomas. With the girl. The I was up. telling him that earlier. I'm bringing that shit back. I'm bringing bell bottles back. Fuck with your boy. I, I pretty. I re- I really don't want you to. <laughs> I really don't want you to. <laughs> no need. No need for those things to happen. Now when you see it, now I don't <laughs> you say that, but when you see it, you gonna be like, damn, that shit hard. I wouldn't yeah. wear it, but that shit hard, that- man. That's the first thing yeah, I told about. That shit hard. I'm like, it's gonna be. It's, and when I say it's, it's shit so hard, I, I mean difficult for me to see you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Niggas always that's gonna hate me. Oh, CJ, that shit is hard. I mean difficult. That's what I'm gonna say. Take your ass yeah, back yeah. to the 70s. <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm gonna work my way up to the 80s. I'm gonna really uh, fuck y'all up. I'm gonna fuck y'all up with the Medita shirts with the stripes on the side, on the shoulder. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> they got the old Adidas symbol right there. The track mm-hmm. pants of shell toes. Nigga, I'm about to fuck the game up. Please <laughs> <laughs> you know you wear some gel shoes. I ain't got time for that shit. Oh, you said what? You're going to be wearing gel, like the gel shoes. The no, see, that's too much. That's too That's too much. Like, oh, DJ, what are you That's going through? Right? I'm bringing all that old shit back. Nigga, think of the game. I'm going to get me some gazelles while y'all joking. What the last uh, time I seen a nigga with, pres- with prescription gazelles? Not prescription gazelles. <laughs> like, I'm going to look like that nigga. What was his name? Um, um, what, what, damn, Makai Pfeiffer and Wood Harris movie. Damn fool. <laughs> I'm more like that nigga for paying for a Kermit for paying. For... <laughs> he ain't even have lenses in his shit. Yo, my man, hey, my man was fresh. He was like, just let me know when you're ready to get some money. Yeah. Money in your pocket. You ain't black if you ain't see that movie. I say that shit. I say that shit yeah. a lot. If he yeah, paid for, I don't know if you live for black as well. I don't saw it about a thousand times. Hey, 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 my man, hair. Point, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a knot. It wasn't a tangle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, <laughs> my man was smooth. Like me, we love our hair, man. Like, I, I, we don't want to admit that shit, but we do. We love what, hair on top of our head and um, shit on our face. And they got to look a certain way. Because... I don't care for hair like that. I really don't. I, I Facial hair, maybe, but 
I, I cut my shit off all the time. Like, it's growing back now. It's too much for me. I'm cutting it True. off. True, I don't, but I don't... you can keep that beard, though. Like you said, the, face, the hair on your face, you want that shit to look nice. Well, at some point, yeah. You know? I don't even care. Here, here's the thing. I, I don't upkeep shit. <laughs> that's, why, that's my whole thing. If I if I truly cared, I would really upkeep my hair, my, my facial hair, all that. I just I just allow things to freely grow. Uh, it's a, it's just something that I do. But you know, if I lose hair at any time, it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me necessarily. No. I mean, I look like a little ass boy if I lost facial hair. That's my only downfall. That's the problem with me. I, I I like my hair and I like it a certain way. Facial hair and all. Like right now, I I feel I feel terrible physically because of my hair. And it's like, all right, you need to line up, you need to fix your beard, you need all of that, you need to clean all that up. Once I clean all that up, nigga, I step out that chair, a whole new person. You like and I ain't trying to say that. What's that on your head? It's like a box stroke. No, that's um, that's like a little um kufi I got on my head because my hair is, I ain't feel like putting my hair in no ponytail or um picking it today. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> I just put something on top. Hmm. Oh man, it looked like you could pick that out. No, this is this is just really matted down. I matted my hair down to put this on top of it. Okay, okay. My hair is actually a... long. It's a good bit longer than this, but again, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, I just like no, nah, I'm good. I'm probably gonna braid it at some point this week though. Put it in some right. braids, braid it back, let it sit now. That motherfucker talk about gazelles. That's hilarious. Gazelles, <laughs> I'm bringing all that shit back. Like I'm gonna stop at the nineties because I don't really fuck with two thousand fashion like that. We were looking like clowns. So I'm gonna I think you should just stay in the nineties. You don't have to go no further you don't have to go further back at all. You gotta touch the seven, brother. You gotta touch the seven. Hey, when it comes close to race day, you're gonna start seeing me weeks before race day, you're gonna start seeing I'm gonna reach I'm gonna reach the nineties then. I'm gonna start wearing them Jamie Fox shirts. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Foxx shirt. You, you talking about the, the button? And he used to have him uh like the first the first three four five buttons unbuttoned. That's what I'm saying. The genuine shirt. Yeah, or the, or the no, shit no shirt. that's the genuine. Jamie Foxx shirts was like Under Armour before Under Armour. He used to have on the short sleeves, <laughs> muscle shirts and shit with like big oh. jeans on with the belt. Oh. Them shits were tucked in too. Hey, what the hell? I'm gonna wear that shit. I'm gonna look like. Hey, I'm gonna look like the Hardys coming to work. <laughs> look like Matt and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> uh, Zordon, stop laughing over there. See this nigga. I always see this thing one time every every ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see his teeth in a collar. <laughs> he got the light off. The wife, he came in and was like, nigga, you too loud to cut the lights off. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, I get that, too. No, no, I get that, too. I, I get, hey, Clarence, you're being a little bit too loud. I get that, too, text message, though. You're being a little bit too loud. It is such a such that night. Could you please lower your tone? CJ, anytime I gotta put you on mute, that's because old girl was banging at the door saying, "Shut the hell, 
She said, shut the hell up every time. <laughs> she be like, <laughs> I be like, damn, let's put this on mute. She be like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, we all deal with it. We all, all ladies be like, nigga, you know what time it is? I'm like, damn, we just, all right, all right, all right. Don't forget to let the dogs out and shut the house down. Like, we in mm-hmm. prison. Don't forget to put the handmates up. Nobody told you to control my door. Turn, turn the lights up downstairs before you come upstairs. Nigga, I run my house. I don't know if you got something, but I run my household. The alarm off. I wear the pants. And then, and then, right, then she actually, and did you, did you ask you to do? You didn't, did you? Go do it. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't run my house, so she just be they, talking. She just be telling me that stuff. Hey, that is shit, but that garage. <laughs> that's the real truth. That's the real truth. SUV, that's what you're running. Fuck out of here. My ego won't let, won't let me accept it, though. My ego was like, nigga, this your house, too. Nigga, your name on the deed, too. Then Rob like, just nah. looks back to me. I still can't see you, Rob. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and the garage is my Switzerland. That shit is my place where I'm the only person that can conduct and control what happens in this little square foot area. Outside of this shit, I ain't got no say so. I get it. Rob, please turn that off. What's that? <laughs> now you got a light ass background and a dark ass face. <laughs> Big key switching out background. <laughs> I wish there was worrying about the wrong thing. It's about the information. They don't need to see me. <laughs> it's just cracking me, man. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. I'm glad you uh going to change your unti- attire so I can turn around and say, "Hey, go back and fix that shit." No, he talking all that shit. Watch this summer. I've been buying more shorts. I've been buying more Bud and these shorts. That nigga Nova gonna look at one of these shorts. One day. A Bud and like, hey. <laughs> hey, Nova gonna be like, hey, Nova gonna be like, hey, bro. Hey, don't tell nobody. Where you get the front? Y'all gonna catch Nova in the streets with a Bud and these ass shorts. At the th- y'all gonna see see him with thigh high shorts on. Man, <laughs> shut up, man. Hey, My man. What you call him? He gonna come up with some some physiological excuse for it. It allowed my muscles to breathe up in my thigh region. In my, my... Like no, nigga, you like you like how that shit fit. Yeah, these shits are biker shorts. About to wear these. Yes, man, long, long as you ain't on your big groove, man. I'm fine. <laughs> Because <laughs> he out of pocket, man. Matter of fact, he don't even have pockets. Don't you know how to change your style up? Rob, you ain't nah. feeling no more, nigga. Nigga, what's some shorts above your knee? And what's some, yeah, some button down short sleeves? Oh, I'm buttoning some of them buttons, man. Let your chest ass show. Billy, like, you in Georgia. Like, get that out, Georgia. man. Put your Timberlands up. I can't you don't show need my Timberlands pe- in, in I can't peach fuzz yet. Say what? It's the summer. That's this nigga walking around with bubble down goose. Fuzz, yeah. Hey, oh, it's the summer. Rod walking around with bubble down goose, jean shorts, and Timberlands on. Yeah, he does bring yeah, me dude. back. Yeah, he did bring <laughs> me back. 
<laughs> to the glory days. These niggas dress up like a dip set member. Man, if you don't put on <laughs> Not some breathable clothes. <laughs> 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 for just for the reason you win. Cam, the only person. Only thing is, Cam don't wear shorts. I'm on a campaign to get the whole podcast wearing above <laughs> me shorts. Y'all niggas need to do better. Hey, hey, man. Shorts. I already got a pair of hoochie daddy shirts. I, I ain't I ain't put them on yet, but I got some. I got I got a few hoochie. Yeah, I got match your face for my hoochie daddy shirts. I got I got a pair of it, it ain't pink, it's called mauve. I got some mauve shorts with the t shirt to match. Hey, I got teal shirts <laughs> with the t shirts to match. I got black, I got white, nigga got whole fits with the loafers. See that's me, mm-hmm. man. Stop it. I'm Stop it. Stop it. Go get that shirt now. <laughs> Stop it. You're lying. I'm going to take a picture of the thing. Uh, I don't want to keep mine. I got a mom shirt with mom shorts. Oh, God. I'm going to wear it out next time we go out. Uh, I don't want to ever see that questionable shirt, sir. Nigga, that shirt is on point. It's, 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 it's one single color. Ain't no words on it. It's just the same color as mom color shorts. Well. Nigga look like I'm going to a rock nation lunch in it. <laughs> Tell me y'all. Here. I'm gonna get y'all. Short shorts 2023, nigga. Hoochie Daddy 2023. I got Hoochie Daddy. I told you that. I got several of those. But I use those for running. You got them oh, for you... running. Yeah. You got them for running. No. If you don't bring out your Hoochie Daddy shorts and your and your and your your socks with the two lines on them. I got some some of them too. Bring them back. Got those two, man. Got those two. Got a rocket like that. The two line socks. Something, something's wrong with you, man. I'm done. Hey, close us out, man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, man. We done went from talking pro black to talking about fucking. 70s outfits, wear bell bottles with the shirt tucked in. I don't understand. That's black, brother. That's blackness, brother. You might as well go crisscross phase of wearing the jersey backwards, you ass. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. That. I think that's. <laughs> What'd you say, Cal? I think that's done. That's the oh, that's done. done. That's just the beginning. You can't bring that's that back. Done. Remember, Only person that can do that, that shit. Back in 2006, you remember Dipset had the had the baggy jerseys and the and the and the baggy pele 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 jeans, and they had them they had them on backwards. Yeah, it's only, I no, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, it's, it's only one person who could wear all those old styles and then not look corny. Everything Ooh. from the 2000s to the 90s to the 80s to the 70s and the 60s. Tiana Taylor. Okay. Okay. No, I don't. Tiana I Taylor make that shit look fly. <laughs> Tiana Taylor's the only person that make it look fly. I disagree with that. It only looks fly at a photo shoot. <laughs> it looks fly nowhere else. To be. Tiana Taylor fly. She make anything look fly. I, I stand on that. You tripping. You tripping. And Kev, you tripping. Hey, there will be no Tiana Taylor slander on this podcast for with her sex ass. You would not. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. She ain't walking around looking like that, looking backwards. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good side is wiggy wiggy. Where do you at? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs>
Y'all ain't gonna disrespect Miss Taylor. That's what y'all not. Yeah. I don't disrespect Miss Taylor. We got out here and women out here walking around with backward wigs. Clothes are flying. Working around with backward wig. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That man mm-hmm. standing in the back of the courtroom like wig just a backwards. Oh god. Man. It's on the load off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me saying that. That's me saying that shit. Exactly. Exactly. for this election, CJ. Coming up. You said what? Who you vote for this election coming? Who you, who you vote for? I have a damn self. I'm writing myself into the ballot. It's, it's, it's 32 people like this NFL teams out here. Who you going for? The Patriots? Let's see. I don't know who running. Every day somebody new running. God damn. You heard? Uh, who, who put it in there? Rob, I think, put it in there. I was like, yo. Dr. Cornell West. Yeah, Cordell, niggas is running. The Libertarian <laughs> Party, huh? Hey, if you do run and they take him seriously, I'll vote for Cornell West. <clears throat> I, I, I want to see a crazy. I want to see a crazy black man in office. We don't have one who behaves himself. I want to see an irrational, crazy black man take the office. We I'm have white. Unfortunately, I will not be voting for Cornell West because I want him to live. <laughs> I don't want him to be in that office. That nigga gonna croak over. We good. <laughs> nah, that, that nigga probably gonna have a heart attack. He gonna stress the fuck out of the office. I'm gonna vote for somebody else. Sorry. I need him to live. <laughs> he, he got a lot of stuff I like. <laughs> Dr. Umar, that's who I'm voting for. Dr. Umar. Uh, he, too busy. he too busy trying to convert Sukiyama. He busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gonna tell y'all coons the business from the beginning or lay it all out on the table. He be, he gonna he gonna make sure our black people go to war with white folk here. Now, yes. you know who need you know who need to be president of the United States? The honorable Louis Farrakhan. I knew he's gonna say that shit. That's cool. He'll hurt too many feelings. He'll hurt your feelings, but he cool with everybody, though. He cool with everybody. He'll shake shit up. He will, and I don't say that that, 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 yeah. that, I don't care what the news say. He cool with a lot of, he cool with all sorts of cultures and facets of life of, of races, of race, of racial people. Like, mm-hmm. he, he will win. I don't care what anybody say. And I'm, I'm serious with that. I'm serious about that. I feel like, I feel like he'll be good in office. I feel like he'll shake shit right. up. He's going to change people's perception. I really feel like he'll be a good pick. I know one yeah. thing. You ain't going to get close to assassinating this nigga. No, you Fuck, won't. So, oh, Fuck Secret Service. He's going to replace them with FOI. Yeah. They FOI. They, they be ready. They, they, they'll be ready. They'll be ready. He'll, that motherfucker, they'll fair guy. He'll have this whole country eating bean pie. That's both sides of shit. Yeah, everybody ready for this shit, man. You, hey, you want to be educated? That's who you want at office. If you want, hey, if you no. want something ready, that's who you want at office. That's hey, it. we going to look up and there's going to be a siren that let off for a call of prayer. We're going to be doing a call of prayer. Y'all, y'all just think it's a game. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just, I mean, I respect that, man. 
So if he ever if he ever ran a day of his life, even if he was even if it was a losing battle, I vote for that man. That's just what it hey, is. I just can't wait to see what that. I can't wait to see what he went to inauguration. Wait, what he his first <laughs> his first speech in front of the press. I can't see. I can't wait to see what he's gonna have on. He's gonna have something slick on. With them, with them big ass frames, gold frames he be wearing all the time. Yeah, yeah. I I can't he, wait for his speech because he know you know he can throw down a speech, man. He, he gonna throw down smooth. a speech. Good morning, America. <laughs> How y'all doing? And he just gonna go in. That's it. <laughs> Elijah Muhammad. I said Elijah Muhammad. Louis Farrakhan for president, twenty 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 four. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the shirt made. Louis Farrakhan for president. Y'all had the Herschel for, for for Senate. Louis for president. Well, we can't compare them. That's like apples and oranges. Uh, it is. We gotta get. I'm saying that's the horse I'm backing. I'm backing Louis Farrakhan for president. Can't compare Herschel. He's victorious in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> Here. I'm glad I'm oh Lord, he jabbered me. <laughs> oh, no. He jobbed me. That's how I feel about that. Jarul. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm gonna put that beam on you. Keep talking um, shit. I'm putting that beam on you. Oh man, get security. Get security. Kick him out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this podcast is gonna be banned. When this podcast blow up, this episode is gonna end up getting banned. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna nah, keep reposting it. Yeah, yeah. We're about you... two things that get you banned on YouTube: beans <laughs> like this, gunplay, and Louis Farrakhan. It's a wrap. Right, right. Louis Farrakhan, he's that guy, though. You know, yeah, he is. He's that guy. He's that. He's a real leader, like a real leader. So I, I, I'd vote for that man. Vote for this nigga, man. And yeah, it was to that, the point. Go ahead. I consider becoming Muslim growing up because of Louis Farrakhan. I was like, man, that's how a black man supposed to be in the public eye. Yeah. <laughs> Who did, man? Everybody in my like in my neighborhood, all the black kids wanted to be Muslim after that. Everybody wanted to be they go part of the nation of Islam. Dead ass, like that shit was, black, that was that was the move. Because black Muslims, man, I feel like black Muslims in this country are disciplined. Typically, the ones I meet and they don't take no shit, man. Shit, Rob Palmer is uncle of that. Rob is disciplined, and for the most part, don't nobody play that shit with Rob. Like, Rob quiet and he joke around, but how many people you know and said some shit sideways to Rob while you was in front of him? Well, I I've, always, I've always will have this experience with Rob. Oh, no, <laughs> God. No. I will always have this experience. Let it go, with man. Let it go, man. Don't no, listen, man. Rob, put hands with somebody. <laughs> what that, Rob? <laughs> Looking at each other because we, we <laughs> popping off and we look. 
was like, oh shit. Nigga, put the radio down. <laughs> that, that, that day, I never saw Rob the same. I'll never try Rob. I don't, I don't know what they do. Oh, I really don't know what they do. But I really feel like they get busy for real. Like, I, nah. I don't want no part. Oh my God! To the manager, I'll call him myself. <laughs> I call him myself. Don't worry. No, no, don't need to send the email. I, I get him right now. Cam, Cam, just as bad. We had a moment in the lobby. Cam had a Kevin Hart moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had a Kevin Hart, Roman Michael moment. He was like, I was, I was trying to be Steve Gray. He was like, No, he I'm being served. You know what's up? We were at the same smart tape. <laughs> That nigga, <laughs> that nigga, Cam went in. I was like, hey, man, chill out. He was like, no, 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 because we nigga need to know. <laughs> you don't come up in my hospital thinking you going to run shit. You don't. Y'all niggas out here saving lives and babies. I, I just don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a job, bitch. <laughs> That's it. That's so I'm not out here. Uh, pulling cars like CJ. And- <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. right, That's right. old man himself. Right. I, right. I, I move one car. He carrying women. women to the emergency uh, department. My arm and shit. I ain't got time for that shit. He over I here saving lives. Rescue a dog. I'm, then he rescued one car. Nah, CJ, nigga, he, I, he was wrestling with lions, tigers, and fucking bears. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I moved one car, and then it was exaggerated. Then she exaggerated the shit. She like, she was like, he picked, felt like CJ picked the car up and moved it. I rocked yeah. the car. I got the car on one end at least come up off his wheels. That's I got him cool. to come up off the wheels so she could turn the car without hitting the wall. I te- right. I guess I yeah. technically did lift the car, but she had like, I put that shit like I 
cleaned and pressed it. I did not clean and press the car. Man, you a hero. It was in the newsletter and everything. I was like, who the fuck is this? Noble guys would have been the one to move the car. Noble, like, you can't get up this spot. Shit. Not the way that uh, Cam was pushing me around that damn classroom. That's what Hey, for a fact, that if I did not get my leg up first, I was probably going to be on the floor. I was terrified. That, that, was, Rob, that, was, you, that was the flight for me. <laughs> Rob, I wish you He was flicking me around that damn room. Stop. Hey, Stop. If you're telling me I got to go head up physically with you, oh, nigga, I'm Yo. giving everything I got. I'm going to make you work. I'm going to make you work. You're not just going to get no injury off of me. Nope, nope, nope. You nope. not to like my feet, man. I'll just nope. drag it up. Dummy, he put it in front of him, and then he dropped that back leg back like he was playing football. I knew what it was. <laughs> and not, to, not to mention, he already knocked somebody out of their shoes. You knocked somebody out of their shoes? Yes. Yes. That's not, that's yes, he did. So he he using he using the seat the class as a way to bully motherfuckers. Okay, I see. Yeah. You know, he, hey. he I think he patted he I think he patted that man on the head with the dummy and that man's shoe fell off. That's how strong he is. But not just one, both shoes fell off. He almost came out of his sock. Hey, you know what? Bravo then count. Cause I did the same shit. Most, most, when I seen that leg kick back, look at this football drill. He, I'm dropping your ass to the next classroom. Fuck that. What would not be said? Hey, what would not be said Monday is, oh man, y'all seen when Noble took Clarence up out his um utility belt? Like what? Like yes, ass for time just fell off. Like no, it's gonna be like man, Clarence, Clarence and Noble got the fist fight. Two in class, yeah. We'll do that. I I prefer to lose so I can just take the court. <laughs> I want to be like the white folk that actually succeeds throughout court litigation. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post every last one of your runs and workouts. I'm like, your honor, do you really believe that I, I me? No. Why would I look do how that? much you finished first. After I got my ass beat, I would never post nothing again. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I already thought this through with anybody. <laughs> what it is? Dang, Q was giving me a run for my money too. He was karate kicking my ass and shit. Hey man, that that wiry ass nigga, man. One day he put some kid in some jujitsu hole, right? So I said, "Hey man, let me see that shit." I said, "Hey, show me that hole." That nigga put me in that hole, and a part of my stomach I ain't felt probably since eighth, like since I was like eighteen years old and doing ab workouts, just started to get real tight. I said, nigga, let me go. I said, how the fuck did you just do that? <laughs> After that, I knew that moment of, one, if we ever got into a tussle, I need Q right there. Two, I need to take up jujitsu because I can't, I can't accept the fact there's a man walking around that could beat my ass at will. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm quite sure there's millions of them, but I don't need to come in contact with a nigga every once in a while. I'm like, yeah, he could beat my ass. No, I can't accept that. I can't walk around with that. It's 2023. It's 2023. I'm bullet for you. Ain't nobody about to fight anymore. We don't fight anymore. Remember that. We shoot people. That's what they believe. (laughs) (laughs)
at the job years ago, they went out into the loading dock, got the fighting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There for that. It was there for that. That we had to fire. We had to keep them out. We just messed up because that's like you handle it like a man. Y'all went outside. Y'all didn't go outside of the work property, which y'all should have. Maybe they should have went up the street to high school. And you went across the street, beat each other's ass, then walked back in like nothing happened. You good, <laughs> bro? Yeah, I'm good. You know, you know that one. They would have kept their jobs if they weren't gone for so damn long. <laughs> Oh, they was kidding. <laughs> well, them niggas were arguing in the on the ground floor near the laundry area. Arguing. You can see this on campus. They'll argue for about 30 minutes to an hour. And then they finally, over a girl, by the way. There's always a woman involved. Always. Walked outside, went across the street, and dude with the glasses put their hands to him. <laughs> he put them hands to his ass and then put his glasses back on like, like nothing happened and then he walked, they both walked in and it was all she wrote they got fired the next morning <laughs> I was talking up I was like yo y'all tripping bro <laughs> hey I respect I, don't know. I respect them for throwing hands piecing it out it's messed up it was over a girl I, again I can't be a hypocrite because there's a couple of motherfuckers at the job to where if I had the opportunity to go to the bathroom and they locked the door and just was like, all right, y'all go get the swinging. Nigga, I'm taking up that opportunity. Give me 30 seconds. I'm going to work you in them 30. <laughs> I'm going to dog walk your ass in them 30. So I can understand it just, yeah, it is a long time. If folks don't realize that, that don't fight. 30 seconds is a long time in the fight. Long ass time. I got to breathe. Oh, shit. I got to think, too? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm all right. I don't need 30 seconds. Give me one second to actually try to choke your ass out. Done. I quit. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> These niggas should have went off the property, though. Like, don't go across the street where there's cameras, nigga. Like, go somewhere where you know there aren't no cameras. Go in the woods and fight. Like, <laughs> go to a abandoned parking lot and fight or some shit. Make sure like there's nobody that can see what y'all doing. Like, go at it though. Right. Don't do that or, shit. More importantly, just wait off work. Wait until you get off of work to do this. What was she worth it? What was the what was the woman's worth? I can tell you what it was. I can tell you what it was, nigga. If you could say it on her. I don't know if you want me to say it on her, but I can tell you what it was. It was that cat, man. It was that, that good coochie, man. It was that pussy, man. I can promise you. Because ain't no fool going to have me out there fighting like that. She ain't making no fool good enough for me to fight nobody. Not she ain't telling me I love you enough to fight nobody. But she put That's that why cat you don't on. That's why women work. It's crazy. Yeah. That's why you don't she don't put that cat on both them niggas. And 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 them we got mesmerized. Nigga, I kill you over this pussy. Like for real? Like all right. Yeah, motherfuckers went to war for some who not Cleopatra. Yeah. Well, hey, who, hey, I gotta go. So let's close this out. I'm sorry, I apologize, y'all. No, you good, keep. man. We we've been off we've been off topic for a while now. Hey, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and close it out, Kev. So ladies and gentlemen.
This has been another episode of In My Illness. We are Black Kings. We out. Peace. All right, yeah. Peace.